Bum Podcast. Bum Podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. All right, so welcome to another edition. Yes, sir. And today we're going to dive into something. I'm not quite sure how we're going to do it, but that's the norm. <laughs> but yeah. um, it's going to be about communication. Right. And, and you know, ran, random stuff comes to me from time to time. A lot of times I want to attack issues that we, um, that, that I encounter during the week. Right. And the latter part of this week was kind of rough for me. And it dealt with communication. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I'm always big on this communication thing. And I'm realizing that the way, I, as a matter of fact, I had a conversation with somebody last week, I believe it was as well, about communication. And they just outright told me, it's like, wait, we just don't communicate the same. I was like, well, that's cool. You got to communicate that way. I need to communicate now, though. Um, but it was it was somebody that was, um, I don't know, 19, 20, 21 years old. And I mean. Um, that age range. Yeah, that age range. And their take on it was that, I mean, we just got to realize that we communicate differently. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, that, that may be a true assertion, except for the fact that. The communication um, still has to happen. Communication still has to happen. It still has to happen. And when I'm talking to people, I'm typically trying to coach them up on how to communicate professionally, how to communicate even personally, you know, personally professionally. Right. And so just want to, you know, just kind of dig into that and try to look at it from my perspective and try to look at it from, from maybe your perspective or, or how you may think um, you and your friends communicate and think about communication and just kind of try to come to some kind of, you know, some kind of middle ground, some understanding, help me to understand better help, you know, or or the listeners to understand from both our perspectives so that somehow we can figure this thing out. Because I always say, you know, the funny thing about communication is not always, I mean, it's never one way. Um, It's got to be communication is the sender and the receiver. And so if the receiver doesn't receive, then right. is it really communication? Um, It's, I feel like communication styles, um, there's communication styles from a person-to-person basis. But I also feel like there's been almost a more of a generalized communication or a shift to communication styles based on a general a generational standpoint. Um I feel like just based on the way that like say my generation has come up and the type of things and the technologies that we've had versus um the way it was with y'all coming up. Mm-hmm. I know there's um like there's always conversations about, um, well, the fact that we don't have conversations. Right. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't. Um, like we've even talked about in the past how I'll say I talk to somebody. You ask me if I if I talk to somebody, I'd be like, Yeah, I talk to him. And you'd be like, Did you call them? Or yeah. Did you did, text them? Yeah. Did you call them? Did and you to text me, texting is I talk to you. Yeah. But it's not the same. No, it's not. You. I text somebody. I didn't talk to him. So. Yeah, this is an interesting difference. I think that happens in different ways because things are so instant, which is weird because you would think that face to face conversation is the most instant, right? But it's almost like the fact that something or like a conversation could be had, or certain things can happen instantly, no matter whether you're with people or not with people, it detracts from being with people. And getting used to having organic conversation when in the presence with somebody. Yeah. Or while in the presence with someone. And so I, I, I just think that's an interesting dynamic that is happening. And I'm not sure how to. Well, I mean, I guess that's what this is all about. How do we bridge that gap yeah, between bridge, the two I would generations? How bridge the gap. Right. And the other thing is 
especially with um like we've had COVID going on and quarantine and all this uh, all these things going on and this is obviously something that would cause for things to trend in a negative aspect and trend the, the trend to be worse. Why? Um, well, I'm saying especially like the next generation and uh, I saw something well, it was on Twitter. We were just having a conversation about think about like your two to four or five year olds right now mm-hmm. that are in the house and this is the time where you really develop social skills and you develop that that functioning part of your brain based on communication. Like it's there's a science behind socializing children. Right. And you have um it's lacking right now because there's so much isolation, school online, all these types of things. So because of that lack of personal touch, personal conversation, in person activity, I could see that well, like a few de- a few years down the line that could cause a problem. I, and I can get that. I mean, when you're talking about kids who have not gone through the process of being socialized yet, right, right. But like, for, go ahead. Well, okay. I was gonna say for us, it might be better because of that. Yeah, because I was gonna say because I know I noticed you talk on the phone more now than you have in the past. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not that you talk on the phone a lot, but like again, the conversations always be. Did you talk to such and such? You like, yeah, I talked to them. Say, so, oh wait a minute, did you talk mm-hmm. or did you text? And nine times out of ten, or nine and a half times out of ten, it was a tech. But now, I mean, more, you know, I'm I'm hearing you talking more. Like, you're talking on your phone more. You talk over, I guess, the video game more. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole audible talking thing right. is... Communication is really starting to become more valued for my generation. Right, it's, it's becoming more valued. It's because, you know, even though y'all text a lot, um, y'all used to be face-to-face as well. Like, even if right. you... Didn't value being face to face. There was some kind of balance to it, right? So it wasn't one thing all the time. But and, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, but now that it's gone, now that you right. don't have that option anymore. After a few months of just the only thing you can do is text, the only thing you can do. So that real, like you see more calling, and when we get uh, closer back to regular, um, you'll see you'll probably see a lot more in face. Like, oh, let's do this. Right. Let's yeah. go somewhere. Yep. Stuff yep. like yep. that happening. So in that in that regard, I guess it's a really really good thing um, that that that's coming out. We'll see. It's definitely um, which I know I've had conversations with with my friends, uh, just and just a whole bunch of people my age. It's really people see almost like you don't know what you had till it's gone. Uh-huh. Like really valuing the social side of the college experience. Like wow, all of these things that we took for granted. What I would give to be able to do that now and that type of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's crazy time. So I'm gonna throw something out uh-huh. um, about communication. Um, because right now I mean, we've been talking about personal communication, and, and I mean, personal communication is. I, I guess it was sort of the, the couple a couple things that I got hit with. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it was just a lot of communication it, in general. It was communication in general. It was communication in general, and I know I tell you. Um, if, if somebody says, if somebody texts you mm-hmm. or somebody calls you and leaves you a message or somebody email you, you need to respond in kind. Right. And, and even if like you don't have an answer now, respond and let them know that you, 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 um, that you heard it. And I, I got this quote that I'm going to read you and I want you to tell me what you think about it. It says a little communication goes such a long way. If you're busy, say it. If you're upset, express it. 
If you're running late, let people know. If you don't want to do something, be straightforward. If you're unsure, ask. It's so simple, but so important. You know what I think about that? Yeah, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I'm, I didn't hear anything to disagree with. And, but, but that's the thing that most people have a problem with. Because, like, let me, if, if, I, if I just dissect this, right, it says, if you're busy, say it. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying we're busy, um, we just ignore the, <laughs> ignore the communication. I'll say that's also a, um, a huge thing that's talked about amongst our generation when it comes to relationship-wise, uh-huh. as in, like, um, partner relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, just people talking about, if you're busy, say something. If you're not going to be able to talk today, say something, that type of thing. So I hear that conversation a lot. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know where, where some of these problems stem from. I feel like maybe before it was certain types of social skills were developed more organically. Mm-hmm. And because of certain technologies and certain situations now or that my generation came up through, um, there was less of an opportunity for that organic growth to happen. And then there was nothing, there's no mitigation of that. I don't know what all that meant. Well, just... Devices keep people okay. separate, okay. isolated. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like a huge thing that I can even talk about from personal experience is back in high school, like I leave my phone home one day, and just the drive and wanting to speak to people raises so much. Because usually, when you be in class and nothing's going on, you just sitting on your phone, or like you had lunch, just sitting on your phone, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you don't have it, it's like, let me go talk to somebody, or something like that. But I feel like different things like that cause us to, it's not necessarily certain things that are developed. One thought that I was having was, like, say, with email, mm-hmm. there's, um, which I don't know how that was for y'all. That was probably something y'all adapted to. Yeah, because we didn't have emails. Now, so y'all put your email. Oh, yeah. So it, that was a, but even still, that was like a technology that came with you, whereas we're good with texting. But it's, it might have been different. They, but, but the, Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say the thing about emails is like nobody, there's nothing that teaches you how to email or how to talk to people. Like that's not readily given to just any person my age. Like I learned that from doing business. Whereas there's nothing, you disagree? I do. I do. Because cause that's, I think that's just a bailout. I think that's a bailout. Because I'm pretty sure outside of business, parents tell their kids, if I text you, text me back. But all parents have an issue with their kids texting them back, right? And it's like, even if you just look at the format in which I text you, you can use that same format to text me back. Because y'all text different. But, but all I'm saying is, though, but there's not an excuse to well, say. that's what I'm saying, the yeah, format. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, okay, but you're saying that, what you're saying is, is that y'all don't have a pattern. Y'all didn't, nobody taught y'all how to do it. And so what I'm saying is, if you just reciprocate the same way it's been said to you, even if you're uncomfortable with it, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Because you, what you're saying is is nobody taught y'all how to use, like, email. And I'm saying if somebody emails you, if you read the way they email you, you can return the email the same well, way. They- I would say even in the way that, like, from my personal experience with uh-huh. email, mm-hmm. I know email through one context. Well, less so now. But back then, like, I knew email based on a business context. Mm-hmm. And so when you said something like, 
just reply and say I'm thinking about it or something like that. That blew my mind. Okay, okay. Because gotcha. to me, it's like okay. you text somebody and say something like that with emails, like oh, you only send official finalized oh, no, thought no, no, messages no, 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 of no, email. No, 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 no. It's just it's just another mode of communication. Which that's why I was okay. saying stuff gotcha. like that. Gotcha. Like, okay. Now that didn't click that. for me. Okay, I understand it, like, it now. Sending emails almost like faxing a letter or something like that. Okay. It was an official stamped business something like that you don't just say like like the way because i know sometimes I, I like type an email out yes i don't like mean, if you get an email in the road yeah like i don't want to type and drive yeah. you tell me to say to like type all right got it thanks or something like that uh-huh. and so even just that i'm like oh people just email like that hey like that's a text message got it thanks and that was something that i learned through seeing you do it okay Okay. But it didn't connect that. like that about because that. of okay. the way that the context that. in which I understood email. I'll buy that. Yeah. I, That's but, what I meant by that. Okay. Okay. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. You got one point for that. <laughs> but I just, you know, it's just like, I, I, going back to what I say, if, if you're busy, say it, right? Um, I remember, and this is something I learned from business, right? It was like, when you talk to somebody, like, don't go to somebody and say, you got a minute, right? Right. Um, because you never take a minute, right? And so I'm, I'm I make a habit of saying you got five minutes, mm-hmm. you know, because this is what I was taught. Like you got five minutes, you got three minutes, you got seven minutes, you got ten minutes, mm-hmm. and then hold yourself Just so I accountable. Have a, um, a general idea of what you're talking about, right? So you have a minute a, could be like a minute, or it could be thirty minutes, you right? Don't know. Like, right, right. And so, so if I come to you and I say, "Hey, you got five minutes," mm-hmm. if you don't have five minutes, say, "Uh, no, I don't have five minutes right now." But if you come back at the end of the day. Then right. you can. Like, you know, earlier today, I asked you, we, we had something we were supposed to be doing, right? And so I was like, hey, do you want to do it now? And he was like, nah, let's do it later on today. Right. Right? Now, you didn't define what later on today was, right. but at it's least you were able to say, no, I'm, I don't have time to do it right now, but let's do it later on today. today. And that's the, that's that's the mentality. That's communication. That's communication. And so that's one of the things that I want to be a takeaway. It's like, if somebody comes to you and they ask you something, even if you don't have the answer to it, or if you don't have the time to do it, communicate that you don't have the time to do it. Or like if somebody say, you got a minute, right? Somebody right. comes to you and say, you got a minute? Say, no, I don't have a minute, but I got three, if that's all you're going to take. Mm-hmm. And feel free to say that kind of stuff because these say, okay, and at the end of three minutes, right, two and a half minutes, be like, all right, I had three minutes, but you know, my three minutes are gone. I need to move on to the next thing. And that's, I think, you can say that um, respectfully, right? Because I agree with that. Yeah, and so that's that's the kind of thing that um, I guess when it comes to communication. Because again, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that, that that everybody is getting what they need out of any kind of relationship, whether it's a personal relationship, business relationship, romantic relationship, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is through communication. Um, and so the last thing you want people to do I, is to wonder or guess where you are. Go ahead. What you gonna say? I was gonna. Say just like because it's funny because I'm already forgetting kind of what you just said. Oh, okay. Now, now okay. <laughs> I had to think about it. So, um, that type of thing I feel like is learned through comfort of conversation. You're right. Or or, or repetitional conversation. Well, yes, that. But I'm saying. Once you have a certain amount of conversation, so many times you begin to understand the ropes of what you can say within that type of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm not trying to make excuses or anything. I'm trying to point out different things, like different areas of which this mm-hmm. could be something happening. Uh, I feel like 
we're not necessarily taught about certain type of situations. I, I believe that. I can um, buy that. Just like that's a, a huge thing to talk about education and school and things like that. They teach you like how to do certain math, but don't teach you how to file taxes or mm-hmm. different things like that. Context. They don't give you the context for the content they give you. Right. I got it. And then when you, you go in to get a job, they ask you for context when you didn't get any. But see, here's the problem with that. I mean, I, 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 well, I can't say the problem with that. I agree with what you're saying. So I, there, there's no disagreement with what you're saying. But when you get it, you have to accept the source in which you get it from, right? And so, like, if I'm telling you, me as your father are telling you, hey, this is the way you need to communicate, if you don't have a better way of doing it or don't have a way of establishing doing it at all, try what is being given to you to try. I agree with that. Okay. But so, then I would also pose to you that, like, you you deal with youth and young adults, like, people around, mm-hmm. like, 18 to 20, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people at that point, that it's going to be a reform thing. You're right. You're right. Instead of reforming. You're right. But you're right. You're, you're right. Like, that's all I can say. You're right. Because when I learned what I just told you about, I mean, I was in, I was in corporate America when I learned that. I don't, have, I don't have one minute, but I can give you three. I was in corporate America when I learned that. But for me, my, my, my gift to the world is because I learned it in corporate America to give it back, to give it back at a younger age. And now you need people that are willing to accept it. <laughs> you got to have people that's willing to accept it. And, and that's where I'm running into my problem at is, and a part of what my frustration was this past week, is because it's like I'm telling people this, and when I'm telling them this, they're looking at me like, you know, well, I'm sorry, that's just the way you communicate. I don't have to communicate that way. And I'm like, look, all I'm trying to do is help you out. Mm-hmm. And you have Communication to be, has to happen. Right, communication has to happen. And so allow me to help you without you getting turned up because, like, it, it, you can fail at this game if you want to. It's going to cost you. It's not going to cost me because I know how to communicate. Right. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. So the next one says, if you're upset, express it. Now, I know you're big on this one right here. If, I am. If you're upset, express it. I got in a uh, – which um, it's funny. I had a conversation with some more friends, and we were talking about, I can't even remember what we were talking about, but it was something, oh, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about basically like Zoom study sessions or work sessions, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about that because that idea had been posed like a minute ago, which I'm about to, I'm about to just spill all the beans. I'm going to <laughs> tell the whole situation. Um, but so one of my friends posed that and like, I agreed. We all agreed. We're like, yeah, let's do that. And we did it once. And it was like me, it was five of us that talked about it, five or six of us and me, him, me and him showed up. And then one other person like came in was out back in type thing. And then after that, it never happened again. And so I brought it back up. Like, a week ago, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we should do this. And then he came and he said, yeah, I was trying to get people to do it. I said, I was, I was for it the whole time. It's just pe- we stopped doing it. His thing was, well, I shouldn't have to be the person to bring it up every time, which you may agree with that. My thing was, I mean, it was your idea that you brought up. So if you're like, all right, let's do this again, I would expect that to come from you. This wasn't what the problem was. Mm-hmm. The problem came in when he was, well, he almost like blamed me. He's like, well, 
people weren't that's the problem. He was like, people. Well, people weren't this and people weren't that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who, Don't who, say people because you know who, you're who not talking to me. Yeah, who's people? Who are you talking to? That's what my thing was. And then he was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not that deep, you know. That happened before. I was like, nah, I don't do faux peace. <laughs> like, if we're going to talk about it, let's right, address it. Right, right. Address the people you're talking about. And then they start jumping in. Oh, it's not even that deep. It's not about y'all. Like, let's just plan the next one. I'm, so now I'm upset at this point. <laughs> I'm like, we ain't about to brush over it. If it needs to be addressed, let's address it. Because if you don't address it, it'll be a problem in the future. Right, if you don't address which, it. Guess what? Thing. We haven't done it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So... That's when you said that's a big thing for me. Yeah, I know. Like, that's, I know address that's a big it. Thing. Address it. Address it. It's, it's, like it doesn't have to be because it started off. It wasn't that serious. I wasn't upset. He wasn't upset. It was just a conversation we had. Uh-huh. But you can address. What? This is even something I've had to learn. You can address how you really feel, um, your displeasure with something, your disagreements with something, things like that. Which is funny how I learned it. I'll get into that. But you can you can do something like that, and it doesn't mess up a conversation, uh, a, a, a relationship. It doesn't mess up a relationship, right? Which, um, not to talk too long, but I'll go into where no, I, I learned this. Uh, I actually learned this from from Centra Kid. Okay. Uh-huh. Which I was a camp counselor for those that don't know. I'm basically, and I was teaching like second and third grade. I got I ended up with the youngest group, but basically, I'd be in charge of like. Anywhere from 30 to 50 second and third graders every week for like, it was like three months that I was doing this. And I learned, which is funny, because a lot of the other counselors, they were scared to like address certain things with their kids or like they were scared to be like, no, don't do that. Things like that, which I learned really quick. Like, well, for me, one, y'all ain't about to be acting no type of way. Y'all ain't going to be running around crazy. Got me feeling bad and like I'm out of control. Like now I'm going to control the situation. But you can chastise a child quick, easy, just say something to them and they'll stop. And you might feel like, oh, I don't want to have a harsh tone with them, things like that. But really they respect that. Right. And so where you would think that you tell you tell a kid no and they don't like, oh, they ain't gonna like me for the rest of the week or that like that. It's the kids that you tell no that end up liking you the most. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that taught me a lot about relationship. You can really voice how you feel. And even if um like you you may feel like you're doing too much, but you're not doing too much. You're voicing how you feel. And if somebody doesn't deal with how you feel or, or what you have to say about something, then that's something that that relationship doesn't need to go further anyway. Right. And I think, I, and, okay. No, go ahead. No, so I was going to say, I, I agree with you 100%. And what I was going to say was, but the thing, the thing is, is it's because you address the, you address the action. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I'm not, I'm not beating down the person. I'm right, saying the action that the Things person, are laid out unattached. Right. That laid out, there mm-hmm. it is. Laid out, I, I see you learned that one, huh? Right. Lay it out there unattached. You just put it out there unattached. And I can, that's the one thing I guess I can say about you and my relationship. Because I've never skirted around correcting you no. or i've never skirted around calling you to the carpet on stuff or just talking trash it, or just talking trash but it hasn't it hasn't i don't think it has affected our relationship no. um, it just makes it more open and honest it makes it more, more open and honest because if you do something i'm gonna call you to the carpet on what you did doesn't mean that i feel any worse about you or any mm-hmm. better about you it means that you did an action that if mm-hmm. it goes unchecked 
it's right. gonna fester and it's gonna make it, the word that's exactly what I'm saying. Even if it's um something's like, all right, I saw this, this is something I don't like, this type of stuff I don't usually deal with. So I'm just letting you know. I'm dealing with you again because of our relationship. Hey, there you we go. don't keep doing this because it will get me to this place. There you like, go. That's open, honest communication that can be had. Not so, passive aggressive. Just just let let's address it. Let's put it I on was, the table and address it and go. I was even talking to about uh or talking to another friend about this a few days ago about setting boundaries mm-hmm. and just like any type of relationship. Like if you don't like something, say it. People may act like you're acting crazy at the time, but really when the conversation ends, they'll have more respect for you there and you not go. less. There you go. Thank there you. Because they don't have to wonder where you're coming from. Right. People like to know when you're on it. That's bad. They know I, what they're dealing with. I hate that. I, the thing that I dislike the most or dislike the most is because people are not accustomed to straight shooters. Right. They're, they're accustomed to people manipulating and not really saying what they mean. Mm-hmm. And I like to say what I mean. Right. And people, you know, looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, no, nah, that ain't really what that, no, nah, that ain't real. That ain't real. No, no, no. That's really how I feel. Right. And that's like, that's the same thing with me because I'm the type of person, like, I'll say, I, I like to either say exactly what I think or not say anything at all. Right. So if I feel like I'm in a situation where, oh, I'm going to have to make my answers sound a certain type of way, things like that, I'd rather just not speak. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. All right, so it says, um, this ought to be an easy one. If you're running late, let people know. Yeah, that's big. Mm-hmm. You going to start doing that? <laughs> when do I be late? What? I, I, I oh, my God. Like, like I'm going to tell you, the worst thing in the world is when people learn you so much that they have to tell you that the time to leave is 15 minutes before the real time to leave is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're running late, or, you know, somebody's sitting around waiting on you, like, don't just let them sit around and wait on you. Call them and say, you know say what? Something. I'm going to be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes late. And you know what? I always say under promise and over deliver. Right. So if you're going to be five minutes late, tell them you're going to be 10 minutes late. Mm-hmm. And then show up in five. Right? That'll make them feel better. But at least communicate with people instead of having people sit up and waiting on you. Right. And that's for anybody that's listening. Great. All right. Um, if you don't want to do something, be straightforward. Don't do it. Don't but say don't say you don't want to do it. Don't just don't do it. Communicate that you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that's an easy one. It's like you know, and I and, and I can understand. Okay, so let me let me put it like this: you lose more respect mm-hmm. by not saying it and not doing it mm-hmm. than you will by saying you don't want to do it. Right? I feel that. Yeah, because most people like I ain't gonna say most people. A lot of people will be like. Like I, I, I'll tell you because I know this person's not gonna listen to my podcast. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I asked somebody for something like 36 hours ago, and I'm still waiting on it, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is, I don't have to have it because it was for their benefit. But the thing is, is like if they hadn't planned on delivering, they could have just said, "Well, you know what? I'm not gonna get that to you," as opposed to having me sitting back waiting on it. Because the longer I wait on it, the worse my feeling is about my interactions with this person. Right, and so just, just you know, just to put out there, like if you don't want to do something, you fare a whole lot better by saying you don't want to do it. Like even if it's your parent, you know, mm-hmm. like you know what, I really don't want to do this. Now I know you're gonna make me do it, so I'm gonna do it. But if I'm doing it with an attitude, realize I'm doing it with an attitude because I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I can remember like I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was telling him, you know, he was talking about his son and how he wanted his son to do something, and they had gone somewhere, and his son got an attitude, and you know, he was like. Well, he, you know, he told his son, you ain't got to have no attitude with me. If you don't want to do it, you ain't got to do it. I'm like, nah, you did the wrong thing. Because his son ain't do it. His son left. 
right? You're going to do it whether you have attitude no, or bro, not. No, bro, you're going to do it whether you got attitude or not. You have you, a right to have attitude. You got a right to have attitude. I can't take you your attitude. You don't have a, a right to not do what I told there you. There you go. Yeah. You don't have a right to not do. And so far, his son would have come out far better because it, it just it, it just ballooned out of proportion. His son would have come out far better saying, you know, I really just don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to do it for you because I respect you, but I really don't want to do it. And then at that point, you give your father, or in this case, anybody, you give them the option of saying, you know what, well, if that's the way you feel about it, then don't worry about it. I'll get somebody else to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, Which yeah. I can be honest. This is something that I'm still working on myself with. Because, um, like, for me, a, a big thing for me right now is working still on the... Uh, which is funny because in certain situations I'm, I'm good at it and certain I'm not as good at it. But the not doing thing, mm-hmm. because I'm typically the person that I, I won't want to do it, but I'll do it just, I mean, you know what, why not? I'll do it. Um, because I'm such a, uh, is the word laissez-faire? I don't know. If yeah, laissez-faire would be good. I, I don't, like, I'm, I'm so... Consequential. Right? Lukewarm. I, I, I won't feel... Um, <laughs> Like, even if I don't want to do something, I won't have such a negative feeling about it. Right, right. Like, if I don't want to do something and I end up doing it, I'm not going to be, like, hurting. Be, uh, attitude or, this or... Right. Like, there was... I just did something. I didn't really want to do it. And and so, like, afterwards, it was like, I mean, it was cool. Like, I mean, it didn't hurt to do it. It's, it's something I would say. It didn't hurt, which I'm getting better at if I don't want to do it. Like then you don't have to do it, right? And so now it's it's getting past. All right, you, you're getting you've gotten this now. All right, so let's say, like, just put that out there. I'm not too comfortable with doing that. Right, right. Like washing dishes. Like mm-hmm. you just don't do it. Yeah, I do it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Let's see. It says if you're unsure, ask. That's probably a good one. I don't. I'm not really big on, I don't really ask a lot of questions. Uh, me personally. Um, which is a combination of so many things. But I'm not, I'm a listener, which is funny, but I don't really ask a lot of questions either. Um, which of course is situational anyway. Mm-hmm. Of course. But I'm like, I'm the type of person where like if I'm in an interview or something like that, I don't naturally have questions to ask. I just know that I'm supposed to ask questions, so I develop questions to ask. But I'm not naturally just ask questions. I'm usually if I think of something, I'll ask you. Um, and then it's that in combination with uh, I be trying to do stuff myself, well, yeah. figure stuff out myself. Okay, which is probably a pride thing. It is. It's a whole lot of pride thing, but that's okay. Ego thing. Yes, it is. Um, more pride than ego, but. I, I can understand if you're unsure about something and you're able to research it, research it. Right. Um, I think a lot of times people are unsure about stuff and they just fumble their way through it or they just don't do it because they're paralyzed. Right. You know, and my thing is ask, ask, ask. I'm mm-hmm. big on asking. I'm big on asking clarifying questions. Right. Matter of fact, I try to get people to oversimplify stuff for me because I want to make sure what I deliver is exactly what you're asking for. Which... I'm I'm tr- I'm getting better at that. Yeah, because I talked to you about that too. Because I mean, especially with business, it's like right. you know. Oh yeah, a whole bunch <laughs> of situations like that. <laughs> you guys to say? I was just gonna say, um, what was it? Oh, because this is something I just recently dealt with too. I was doing something, and you kind of came to me and like, all right, so this has happened. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, I went into it. Uh, I was doing it, 
and I didn't necessarily know what they were having me doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had an idea of what they talked about, and a few different ideas were talked about, but it's like, all right, are we doing this or doing that or doing that? I just kind of signed on to, to help them, but not knowing exactly what I was doing. And so your thing was just ask for the scope. Right. Let me know. Send me an email. Put in writing for me exactly, exactly what you want, what me, you to want me to do. Mm-hmm. So now I got the guideline. I know exactly what I got to do. Uh, if you want to address that, then let's go back to this plan that you set out and let's talk about it. There you go. But there's a document. This is something to look at, something physical, so you know what's there. And so that type of clarity is a great thing. Yeah, because if not, I mean, you sign on to do something, and, and we're talking about communication now. You sign on to do something, even just if you sign on verbally to do something, and you you're not a hundred percent sure what somebody wants you to do, right? And you don't get clarification from it, and then you go off and do something, and then and, it's on you if you do it wrong, and it's on you if you do it wrong, mm-hmm. or if you ain't do the right thing, and you still got to you know expend more energy to do something else because you you know mm-hmm. no, just hey if you're unsure, ask because uh I mean because like you says ego ego says that. I don't, I, that I got it all together. That's what right. ego says. Ego says I have it all together. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And right. the problem is, is if you're right, it's good. Uh-huh. But if you're, if you're wrong, wrong, it's not. <laughs> and it's better to ask clarifying questions because, I mean, the majority of the time, that won't hurt. Right. It, if anything, they'll respect more. They'll oh, respect this person more. cares to yeah. get it right. They will make sure they want to make sure they get it right. Which something else to go along with that mm-hmm. even is um, speaking up on what you're doing. Like, if you have an idea about it or a certain disagreement about it, or, oh, maybe we could try it this way, mm-hmm. you should voice that. Right, right. Um, which is something that I, I'm working on as well. I really got to work on. You know, it's funny. I'm working on my communication, sir. Oh, man, that is great. Yeah. I appreciate you working on your communication. Go ahead. Because, um, like, I, I learned this a lot with, um, like, committees I have for school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because they'll be asking me to do something, and it's like, that will make no sense to me. I don't understand why that, yeah, that don't make no sense. And so I had to get to myself to the point where I was comfortable being like, let's try it this way. Let's try to attack it with this perspective, from this perspective, things like that. And you'll find that you become more of a valued ad because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're not just a worker and you're not just sent out to fulfill something, you're actually adding and contributing. And I think that uh, benefits all around, at least to voice it. I got three things to say about that. All right. Well, actually, it's two things, but it's gonna, one of them is going to be broken out into two things. You've heard it a hundred times. But um, but the, the one thing I will say is, um, and we alluded to it earlier, I'm, and I want to thoroughly explain it. All right. Putting something on the table unattacked. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like if you offer an opinion, realize that it's your opinion, mm-hmm. right? And people do not have to adopt your opinion. And if they do not adopt your opinion, it is no slight on you. Right. And so what it means by giving, offering it unattached is if you have an idea, put it out in the middle of the table. And this is, this is visually. Put it out in the middle of the table and step back from it. And if it gets chopped up, if it, it gets chopped up. If it gets adopted, it gets adopted. That's the way you deal with it. And so because a lot of times we don't, voice our opinion that we don't offer our suggestions because we're afraid that they're going to reject our, our what we say. And if they reject what we say, they, uh, you know, we, we get the feeling that they're rejecting us. No, they're not rejecting you. They're simply rejecting your idea. They may come back around to your ideas, ideas sometimes later. Right now, they're rejecting your idea. 
don't feel bad about it because your idea is just put on the table unattached. That's the first thing I want to say. That's what I'm saying about that. Go ahead. If you remember your thing. I got it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, cool. Um, so that's something that me and my uh, my good friend, uh, we talk about that. And he even says that often. He said, I, in life, I've learned not to personalize, personalize things because mm-hmm. 90% of the time, it's not about you. Right, right. Uh, People, like they said that or they did that because of something going on with them. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing to do. They might not have even really seen you there. You were there, but it just came. They were expressing themselves. They didn't need it. It wasn't about you. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were just the person in front of them type of thing. So learn not to personalize everything. Um, especially if someone disagrees with an idea that you put out. Because like you said, they just agree, they disagree with the idea. Yeah, that doesn't mean... Oh, I hate that person. They gave an idea that in, like, so now I don't like them. And it don't even mean it's a bad idea. It right. may just mean they don't want to use your idea. They just don't want to use your idea now. They just don't understand your idea. Right. But give give them that right. And, you know, that, that's that's one thing I'm big about. And, I mean, that may be a whole different podcast, but stop trying to take away people's rights because we try to take away people's rights all the time. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I mean, you got a right to give your opinion, but they got a right to disagree, to disagree with your opinion. And so don't take that right away from them. The other thing that I was going to say, and this, this comes from when you said the worker ant, um, the worker ant mentality is, um, is uh, work, make people money, save people money. Oh, yeah. You know, I say that all the time. It's like, you know, there are three type of people in this world. You got the worker ant people that, you know, just do what other people tell them to do, but they're not really the value add to the organization. Now, they're necessary in the organization, right? Uh-huh. Because you need people to implement your ideas. But the value-added people in the organization or the main value-added people in the organization are those people who can save a company money or make a company money. And the only way you can do that is by offering your individual expertise to add to what's already on the table. So right. um, that, 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 that's the other piece that I was going to add to what you're saying. You're absolutely right. When you, um, you got clarif- clarity on what's going on, um, ask more clarifying questions. If it's something that you don't agree with, you don't like, you think they need to be changed, then you offer your opinion. Offer your opinion unattached but be in the position to actually add value, to make make money or, mm-hmm. or save money in whatever that endeavor is. Right. All right, and the last thing uh, it says here is, um, it's so simple, but so important. And so um, to, it says, a little communication goes such a long way. If you're busy, say it. If you're upset, express it. If you're running late, let people know. If you don't want to do something, be straightforward. If you're unsure, ask. It's so simple, but so important. And it, I mean, and I just want—I want to talk about this whole communication thing because again, I just got hit this week with a couple. You know, uh, maybe more than a couple, but it was just and and it was this whole lack of communication thing. And and one of the people that I was talking with, we, there's a huge age gap between us, and they just wanted to make me feel like you know um, we just different. And we just see the world differently, and that's why we do it. I mean, in all honesty, like, there are probably a whole lot of times why I, I hate communicating as well. A whole lot of times why I just want to ignore people or not communicate or not commit or, you know what I'm saying, or be grown. And um, But the space that we're in necessitates that we communicate. It necessitates that there's a sender and a receiver. And that's not even talking about mold, method, all that kind of stuff. Right. But it necessitates being a sender and receiver. And so if somebody sends you something, the only way communication takes place is if you receive it. The only way they know communication takes place is if you reciprocate or if you return that message to at least let them know, 
hey, I got your question or I got your answer. I mean, I got whatever it was. I'm working on it. Give me some time. But I got it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's, that's the, at the very least. And I mean, you know, one, one of the biggest things for me is when I'm, I'm working, I, you know, I go around, I talk to students, and I'll ask them, like, how many unopened emails do you have? And, you know, the number that, uh, that the unopened emails that people have on their phone is just astronomical. A number of unanswered text messages is just astronomical. Like, I just asked you a few minutes ago. I was like, um, have you talked to your friend? And you're like, man, he texted me the other day, and I forgot to text him back. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, just just work on that as a communication piece. Like, when you get something, immediately, if not, I won't say immediately, but in short order, at least respond and let people know. I mean, I guess one of the biggest things now they got read receipt, but read receipt shouldn't replace you responding to somebody. I had um, a thought, I guess, when it came to kind of talking about that business side and value add when it comes to conversation, mm-hmm. uh, communication. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, which there are probably more, but I was thinking of two places problems like that could stem from. It's me. Um, which it, it could stem from either, well, I won't even talk about it in problem form. I'll talk about it in solution form. Okay. Um, be comfortable within yourself and understanding that you have a lifetime of experience that could be a value add to other people. Um, that was the first thing. The second thing is um, that value add portion. Be understanding that we're here to be part of community. Mm-hmm. And so value, you adding your value add is what builds community. It builds community. You're community right. is people giving their value add, mm-hmm. using their experience. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about having a good communication, first be comfortable with yourself. You, there's a, you can have a seat at the table, basically. Right. Right. Um, you can have a seat at the table if you're sharing your experience, if you're sharing your value add, if you're doing it for the right reasons. And so you can have a seat at the table and the purpose of it is for you to contribute. Yep. Um, so if you might not have the one you might not have the one problem, you might have the other, but it it might be one of those problems. And feel comfortable contributing. Uh-huh. Feel comfortable contributing. Yes. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Well, I mean, I just, you know, just want to encourage communication. Send a receiver. Um, Always respond when somebody sends you something, even if your response is, I got your message, but I don't have an answer right now. Um, And let's let's, 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 just do this thing. Let's do this thing. So, all right. Bum podcast. Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Holla. Holla.